what's up, guys and gals? This is Derek M. Cook. This is Monster Kid Radio. This is episode number 65. And you know what? Last week was the Monster Kid Radio crash event at the Hollywood Theater for Santo vs. the Mummies. At least that's how it was billed in the program. Turns out the movie was actually Santo vs. los Mummios de Guanajuato, or the Mummies of Guanajuato. This was not the first time I had seen the film, but it was the first time I saw it on the big screen. And you know what? This week's episode of Monster Kid Radio is just going to feature what happened at the crash. In this episode, you're pretty much going to get a play-by-play of everything that happened before and after the movie. And then in a couple of days, you're going to hear the panel that we recorded after the movie. I'm excited for this week's episode, so we're going to kick this off with a song, and then we'll get right into things. Está en mi mano, está en mi carro. He came out of nowhere, some say from Mexico, king of the wrestlers, that my left hand goes, holding a silver mask. And if you shoot and die, I'll know the Santo will give a bit of cry. The man behind the mask is a mystery to all his fight never ends. He never will fall the fever. You think your life will be taken? Nothing can stop that man of Santo. Bombers and the bloody men, the friends of Santo, they fight. The French and Mexico, Dracula and the Wolfman, and Frankenstein as well. They all fail, cause some call take them to hell. I can understand the word of Paris, but I know the sound of your friend. Of course, there's a feeling you face, your life will be placed, cause your thing is tough. That man is The winner Santo to help the mighty Santo fight all the evil thugs. He looked to the children and tricked with big old jugs. Big old jugs? And wearing a silver mask and driving a cool car and fighting monsters? Could that be the life for me? I wish I could be just like El Santo! Just like El Santo! Just like El Santo! All right, so I'm hanging out here in the Hollywood Theater. We are getting ready for this fourth uh, Santo film. I'm not sure which one it's going to be. I have suspicions, but uh, it's going to be awesome. And I'm not here alone. Like I told you all, this was a Monster Kid Radio crash, and there are some listeners here, previous guests on the show. Actually, both these cats have been on the show and before. Um, but you know what? I think when I quiet down, they might be doing something on the stage. Uh, look behind you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, come on. 
So uh, thank you for coming for these next couple minutes. If you would like a photo opportunity with uh, one of our luchadores, uh, please come up to the stage. We'll take a photo of you, and you can see it on fa at Facebook slash PDX. Luchanarte uh, PDX, okay? And uh, we'll let you know that later on to remind you. But anyway, Mega Boy, raise your hand, Mega Boy. That's Mega Boy. Okay, the guy in the white mask, this is Payaso, everybody give him a round of applause, Payaso just fell. Alright everybody, please stand up and take your picture with him, Jorge Rodriguez will take a picture with you, thank you so much. Yeah, ex excuse me, I gotta get my picture taken. Excuse me. <laughs> Alright, so this is the part of the evening when I jumped out of my seat and raced down to the stage to get my picture taken with some luchadores. Uh, you know, if you follow me on Facebook, you saw me post the photos. Head over to monsterkidradio.net. You can also see the picture of me with the luchadores in the Flickr album. Well, um, I'm with Monster Kid Radio. Okay. Uh, it's a local podcast here in town about monster movies. Oh. So uh, I've got some of my listeners here. We tell everybody about it. So uh, we're trying to bring some people in and do this whole thing. Will you be able to chat with the after movie? Yes. Yeah. Awesome. I'll, I'm going to be around until the end. We're going to have a panel discussion afterwards. So, but I'll be I'll be around. And um, you just. Um, yeah, well, if we'll I don't connect with you after the movie, I'll drop you a line. Hey, where do we move the line over here? <laughs> The line is to the left of the stage. The left of the stage. I'll you over there. And we also have posters in the lobby for sale for $8. Proceeds go to our student leadership program. And you can get them specially designed by the design by the Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so I'm all over it. I would love to do that. Yeah. So if I don't connect with you, I can just you know, drop you an email or whatever is yeah. on the card. That's on the card. Awesome. When you do the panel discussion, yeah. would you mind if I recorded it for my podcast? Please. Yeah, do. Awesome. Yeah. I'll let the other guys know they're in media, so they totally get it. All right, cool. Awesome. I can't wait for the movie, man. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much. I've never much. seen a film on the big screen, so it's going to be great. Yeah, I saw uh, a test of it last week, and it's just ridiculous. Awesome. It's so awesome. Dude, that's cool. Thanks, man. Yeah, thank you. Tell me your name again. I'm Garrett. Oh, Garrett. 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 Do you want to go up? No. No, I'm good. So I'm talking to Ray Jelinek. He's been on the show in, in brief capacity in the past. And we've got him uh, on deck for a special show that will launch down the line if we get 50 reviews in the iTunes store. Awesome. How are you doing, Ray? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Are, are you excited. excited? I am excited. You've never seen a Santo film? Nope. This will be my first Santo film, and I'm looking forward to it. Ever seen a Lucha Libre film? I have not, no. Do you have any idea what you're in for? No. <laughs> but from what I see on the stage, I can pretty much have a good idea. So we got three uh, luchadors on the stage right now, one in black and white, one in colors, and then a clown-looking dude. You, you sure you don't want a picture? No, no, no. It, it's horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, after the movie, I want to get your thoughts, man. Are you down for that? Yeah, I'm down for that. 
Awesome. All right, so you got some background noise going, some music playing. I don't know if you can make it out. I can't make it out. At least I don't know what it is. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're sitting here waiting for the movie to start. This is going to be a blast. And you know what? I didn't do it at the very beginning of the show. So this is Monster Kid Radio. You're listening to episode 65 of the podcast devoted to the classic, sometimes not so classic monster movies of yesteryear. And uh, we're talking about Santo this week here on the show, a Luce Libre film. I believe it's Santo versus the Mummies of Guadalajara. Not 100% sure. We're going to find out as soon as the movie starts. Now, the song you heard at the very beginning of the show is the song El Santo, the Silver Masked Avenger. It's from the Nick Adams. You can find out more about them at thenickadams.com. And that's Adams as in like the science type stuff, A-T-O-M-S.com. It's from the album In the 25th Century. Why don't you follow the links over in the show notes at monsterkidradio.net to find the Nick Adams and to find out about everything else we've got going on here at the podcast, including our facebook page our youtube page our Flickr album our life 365 channel and all of that you'll also find our contact information monsterkidradio at gmail.com or our phone number where you can leave us a voicemail at 503-4795-MKR we're kind of doing things a little out of order this week on monster kid radio and that's okay i mean we got mexican wrestlers here in the house things are going to get a little crazy i cannot wait to see the film and you know i'm going to take a break we're going to insert a promo maybe do a little break here and then get back to the show right after this hammer film productions began in 1934 and after producing almost 200 films and television programs the studio is still releasing and re-releasing new and classic film titles 1951 Downplace is the podcast that brings you the story of the great Hammer films, one movie at a time. Here are your hosts describing what Hammer means to them. First is Casey. Hammer means the beautiful and glamorous women of Hammer Horror, the engaging storytelling, and amazing period films. Joining him is Derek. Hammer means the incredible work of actors like Peter Cushing, Christopher Lee, and even Michael Ripper. The gothic storytelling, the incredible music, and the set pieces. And finally, here's Scott. Hammer, that's vodka and orange juice. This boy has a lot to learn. Join our hosts as they make their journey through the Hammer Films catalogue and discuss each film with critical opinion, historical facts, production notes, and other information about these classic films. 1951 Downplace can be found in iTunes or their website, www.1951downplace.com. Wait, that's a screwdriver. 1951 Downplace, the home of Hammer Films discussion. Awesome. You got your picture, right? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> what? You missed having a picture with a bunch of You can't yeah. miss out on that. No. I mean, come on. All right, so before you sit down, can we chat for a sec? Get oh, out yeah. of this way. All right, so uh, Chris McMillan has been on the show in the past from the Shadow Over Portland. How's it going, brother man? Really good. How are you doing? I'm good, man. Now, before we started recording, I overheard you and Ray talking. You've seen some Santo films, but never on the big screen? No, I've never seen a Santo film. I saw um, Victor von Psychotron did a luchador film um, on his um, YouTubes, but sure. it was not Santo. And I've heard so much about these. And the fact that this is my first Santo movie in thirty on the big screen, I don't know if it's 35 millimeter or not. I have no idea. I don't care. No. It's going to be great. <laughs> So you've seen some Santo films, just no. not not big screen, not, nothing recently. 
no, I have not seen Santo. I've seen a, I've seen like one or two. Luchadors. Okay, okay, gotcha. I'm just all excited. I'm all yes. on Twitter. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, so am I. Because <laughs> come on, this is Santo. I know. This is going to be awesome. Now, we were looking at the program. They're doing three movies in three months. Santo versus the Martians and Santo versus, what was the other one, the Monsters? The Monsters, yes. I have no idea what those movies are. I have no idea, but come on. Masked Mexican wrestlers versus Martians and <laughs> Monsters? I'm there. <laughs> now, he said there's going to be like a little talk after the movie. You're going to stick around for that? Oh, heck yeah. Nice. Oh, of course. How could I resist that? I'll probably be moving up to get the like front row seat for that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Please. <laughs> well, I also want to check in with you after this to see what you thought of the movie. You down oh, for that? I'm down with it. You bet. Awesome. All right. Welcome, everybody, to Cinescopio, our first inaugural season. Thank you very much for being here. Sponsors, so 
They're going to be working with us as we grow Fusionarte. And we're really grateful for uh, to Latino Network, to Lara Media, Lara Media. Thank you so much. And I have to say that you need to look out for Lara Media because they're everywhere. They know, and they literally are. You might think they're a nonprofit, but they're actually a business. And um, they're wonderful people. If you've never spoken to them, speak to them. They'd love to talk to you. They're awesome. Okay, Hispanic Pros. Hispanic Pros, thank you so much. Give it up to Hispanic Pros. Momentum Alliance, Portland Latino Gay Pride. Portland, give it up to Portland Latino Gay Pride. And the Lutador, the mask, is the patron saint of the Portland Latino Gay Pride. So I think that was really cool. Uh, Portland Emergent Arts Leaders, thank you so much for sharing us with your uh, networks. Thank you. And Los Porteños, a Spanish uh, Latino writers group that's housed at Milagro. And La Bonita. La Bonita. Me. Um, thank you so much that, um, to the uh, Multnomah County Cultural uh, Participation Grants and the Oregon Cultural Trust for supporting us and making this possible. Thank you so much, Oregon Trust. Oh yes, and panel. So the movie's going to start in a minute. Um, when it's done, grab a drink, maybe some more popcorn, and we're going to begin the panel discussion with special guests. John Cardenas from PBC and producer at the New York International Latino Film Festival. And he's joined by Enrique Caicedo, the sports guy on Univision and Mundo Fox. Uh, anything else? Oh, and these Lucha Libre posters, aren't they cool? Okay, the guy who made this is the photographer who was taking pictures of you up here. His name is Jorge Rodriguez. Give him a round of applause. And you see this tie? Mm -hmm. This tie has got luchador masks on it, made by our one and only Pepe Moscoso. Thank you, Pepe. Proceeds of these uh, uh, posters and the ties will go to our leadership program, so please pick them up on your way out. Anything else, Pepe? Thank you so much. Ah, before we go, our February show is going to be Santo Contra Los Marcianos. Santo uh, versus the Martians. And then uh, March 20th is going to be Santo versus, I have it here, the Monsters. Santo Blue Demoth and versus the Monsters. You know, you, when you Google these films, they have like 10 different titles. <laughs> but anyway, that's our, that's our lineup for this season. Thank you so much. Uh, un abrazo. And let the movie begin!
you so much. Was that awesome or what? Thank you all the theater. Thank you to our sponsors and community partners. And uh, we'll be here in two minutes with John Cardenas and Henry Caicedo for a panel discussion about Lucha Libre. We'll see you in two minutes. Thank you. Uh, next month, February 20th, is our next film, Santo vs. the Russians, and we will have masks for sale. Búsquenos en Fusionarte PDX, toda la información está ahí para todas las personas que nos están. Este, si quieren seguirnos, por favor, conéctense con nosotros en Facebook. En todas las fotos que nos enviaron hoy, pueden ir a Facebook slash PDX, I mean, slash Facebook slash Fusionarte PDX. Well, I'm here until the end, so if you want to do this after the panel. Well, I just want to get initial thoughts. Oh, okay. Initial thoughts. Oh, oh, heck. Awesome. <laughs> just. I mean, campy fun. I mean, I've never seen a movie where the whole point of the movie is to watch the wrestlers go after <laughs> monsters. That's just awesome. <laughs> Henry? Uh, you know, honestly, I enjoyed it much more than I thought I was going to. You had doubts? I did have doubts. Although, you know, yeah, it was, it was awesome. I kept thinking to myself, though, being a metalhead, though, I kept thinking... Wow, early Slipknot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. But uh, yeah, it was, it was a very entertaining movie. I will actually, I look forward to seeing Santos versus the Martians in February. Oh, definitely, definitely. So we had Santo, we had Blue Demon, and we had Milo Mascaris. Yeah. Which of the three were your favorite in this film? We'll start with Chris. Oh, it's going to be Santo, because... He doesn't even show up until the last, <laughs> what, 10 minutes of the movie. He just looks awesome with the silver cape and his convertible. I mean, <laughs> and then walks in and's got flame guns in his front seat. I mean, that's the guy. That's the man. Okay, okay, right? I I like Man with a Thousand Mess. Yeah. That was he was my favorite cuz every it was like a scene change in a Broadway show. Every new scene, he had a new mask. Yes. And it was awesome. I, I would have to say Mil Mascaris is my favorite as well. I know I love Santo and I love Blue Demon, but Mil Mascaris, the multiple masks, and I mean he was the most physical of the three, I thought. Yeah, and not only that, it wasn't just masks, the entire costume <laughs> yeah. changed. I right. mean my God. Yeah. And the and the animal print trunks is what sold it for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the capes too. The, the capes <laughs> at the end. That was like the final key sequences all three of them had capes and they didn't take time they didn't take the time to pose they just threw the capes on boom there they were you know wasn't it um i love the bit where he takes his cape off and he twirls it around <laughs> that was awesome i mean my god that really was Although I'm sorry, Santo and flame guns just trumps that. That's true. <laughs> the flame guns were awesome. Yeah, I, at first I was like, "He's got guns. I, why didn't they use it in the beginning?" But then I, know, you know, when they brought them out and they were flamethrowers, I was like, "Yes." <laughs> what about Blue Demon's boots, though? I mean, the, the random the, the, what was that? A bullet? I, I don't understand what just happened there. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't know if they were supposed to be flame boots or or smokescreen boots. Smokescreen boots. <laughs> But they didn't. The one thing I have, the issue I have with the movie, which I can't believe I have an issue with this movie, but they didn't resolve anything with Satan. That's for the sequel. That must be because they didn't. There was, you know, everybody just 
died in the flames. I guess flame guns beat Satan every time. I, I, don't I know. suppose. I figured I was, there would be one climactic battle between. I was Santo looking forward to that when when the film went on after the flame gun sequence. I was like, oh, he's they've got to get in the ring. There should have been. Didn't. Right, right. That would have been the key. The pinnacle final scene would have been the final battle in the ring. There should have been. There yes. should have been a final scene. Um, Other did, than that great movie. What, what about the makeup of the mummies? Did you like how they explain that oh. only their faces are decomposed? Yeah, everything so. else, we don't know why they all look perfect except for their faces. It's okay, though. <laughs> so we don't have to do the makeup. That's why. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I mean, come on. These guys start beating each other up. How well do you think makeup would have held up to that? I know, right? I love this movie, man. I, I've seen this before, but it's been about a year and a half, two years, and I forgot about the flamethrower pistols. <laughs> And I forgot about the whole, I'm not your real dad, you know that, right? <laughs> With Blue Demon's adopted son. I forgot about that. That, yeah. There's a, a whole Dick Grayson type <laughs> shadowing there. Yeah, but it was kind of cute in a way. They made it actually heartwarming. Yeah. You know, despite the corny dialogue, because yeah, it really was funny. They just still made it nice. They made it cute. It was touching and heartwarming. Yeah. I think another key for this, too, is seeing it on a big screen. I don't think this would have been as entertaining on, on watching it on a small screen at home. Or well, the last time I looked, when I saw it, I've seen it once before, it was on a small screen. And it was fun because I knew what I was going to get into. But as a crowd-type movie, oh, I think that's yeah. what sold it. Oh, yeah, the there crowd. much more crowd participation than I was expecting. We cheered at the wrestling matches. Come on. Was, I mean, yeah, you have to. It's, it's, it's almost mandatory when you walk in the theater. You will cheer at the wrestling scenes. Definitely a POV, a, a POV movie. All right, in 30 seconds, we're going to have Tom Cunningham and Henry Caicedo up on the stage. I think that's my and cue. Would you like to move up front, please do. And as I mentioned earlier, that panel, you're going to hear in a couple of days. So stay tuned. Okay, so we're talking about blowtorch pistols. <laughs> and, and, and Ray and Chris said they, they, they made an observation. I, want, I wanted to get it on the show. Well, what we were talking about was the sound effects were very, like, early video game stuff. Uh-huh. Like, oh, yeah. Either the early arcade stuff or even the home stuff, like the Sega or the, any, the Super Nintendo or the, even the Nintendo. <laughs> I, I had flashbacks to, I think it was Streets of Rage I had for the Genesis, where you'd hear this whap, oh, uh, whap. Uh, and it was the same effect over and over and that was what was going on in the ring and I'm just like oh this is just so many shades of awesome because it was just like being a kid again playing this game yeah wow and then it seemed like everybody everybody's signature move that was one thing I, I failed to mention earlier everybody's signature move from Santos and all the guys all the the mummies was the hand slap they knocked you down with a slap to the head Yep. I mean, there wasn't any elbow smash or, you know, just dual elbow smash. It was just slap. There, there were a couple of Captain Kirk karate chops in there. I saw that. There was. There was a couple. <laughs> and there were a couple of nice little scissor takedowns right. there, too, <laughs> you know. Dual scissors. Yeah. Courtesy of Mel Mascaris, of course. You yes. know, Because right. the yes. man of a thousand masks. <laughs> and a thousand costumes. My God. <laughs> <laughs> Neil but... Diamond meets Lucha Libre. <laughs> 
<laughs> You're talking about the sound. And we were joking. I want that music. It'll never happen. But I would love for there to be a soundtrack album of this type of music because it's so goofy, hopped up on something ice cream truck style type music. It reminded me of the old pizza place they used to have in Vancouver with a big pipe organ. (laughs) They had had one down in Portland over on 82nd called the Organ Grinder. Yeah, yeah. It's now a Chinese restaurant, but yeah, they had the same And it just sounded like that sort of music. Uh (laughs) It's great. And it just went on and on and on at the beginning, and I'm leaning over. I gotta have that on my phone, man. Bad edits. A couple of the bad film edits where the you know the car was way back and then all of a sudden it scooped forward. And or, or where you saw the cameraman's hand on the windshield of the convertible <laughs> as they're filming the bus behind them. Yeah. Yeah. Just little things. I mean, you figure it's 1971. It's Mexico. They're not known it's, for cinematography. So, but, you know, yeah. it looked good. I mean, it, it was fine. It, it worked. I mean, it's a low-budget movie, and you make allowances, but you still sort of snicker at it. You, you know, it's the entertainment like, value. You're not yeah. going for the realism. And, yeah. boy, this one really delivered that. We didn't see any <laughs> boom mic drops. I mean, that's, that's a positive <laughs> thing, you know. <laughs> so. Uh, so the size of the ring. Is that a huge wrestling ring? That looked huge to me. It looked bigger than what I've pictured in, in other movies, like Million Dollar Baby. Those were much smaller rings. This was huge. Yeah, I, not being much of a wrestling fan, I really couldn't tell, but it certainly was bigger than like a boxing ring, I think. Yeah. Um, and boy, they could really run around in that thing. <laughs> two and laps. <laughs> so the two white guys that they're fighting. Oh, yeah. We never got their names. They never even got the courtesy of a subtitle. That tells us whose movie this is. Oh, I don't even think they were in the credits. Were they? I don't who knows. I didn't even, I, it didn't even say unknown wrestlers. You know, <laughs> no, with those just, awesome furry vests. Yeah, it was just two guys to beat up on here. <laughs> a couple jobbers beat them up a little bit. That ring had no give whatsoever, man. And they were talking on the panel, which you guys are going to hear on the next episode, about how they had to have a little extra padding. <laughs> to take the hit. Man, those guys, the Lucha Libre wrestlers, those are some badass, you know. No, they, I mean, there's a couple of scenes in that first uh, match where people are actually getting thrown out of the ring. And, I mean, you can tell there's no give on the mat. There's no give on the concrete floor. <laughs> it's gonna hurt. <laughs> they were nursing bruises after however many takes it took to, to film those scenes. Yeah, you can say how staged it was, but, my God, those guys really did take a pounding. I'll well, tell you, the ones that had the better, the better deal were the mummies the ones that had like the suit coats on over <laughs> over their whatever costumes they were wearing and they at least had the 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 mummy mask on to soften those blows to the head i mean i love the mummy makeups but those masks <laughs> when satan is breathing you can see like the, the, face, the face is sucked in it's pulsing back and forth like an old halloween mask although it did work well there was one scene where he turns and his eye kind of bulges out because of it and it's like wow that really looks cool well the one scene that that chris missed uh, earlier in the movie was when uh satan first appeared to this couple making out at the bench and they go running away and he just gets this like disgruntled <sighs> and then walks away the opposite direction i almost felt like the director said cut and the actor slash wrestler is like uh Okay, but the editor wasn't paying attention, so they just let it run to the end of the tape. <laughs> yeah, that, that could have easily been. 
And had you ever thought in your life that you would ever utter a sentence like you just uttered right now when Satan appears to the couple making out of the bed? No, never. <laughs> never. Uh, until now. I may have to reuse it at a later time. I'm not sure. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, you, you have to keep that in your repertoire. <laughs> All right, so uh, this is uh, El Santo Mil Mascaras and Blue Demon signing, signing off. We'll be back next month for the next one, I think, right? I mean, oh, I'll be here. Yeah. yeah. I'll definitely be here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, can I be Mil Mascaras? You go right ahead. All right, all right. You guys can fight over Blue Demon and, and El Santo. <laughs> I'll show up as Santos. No. There you go. <laughs> I can do Blue Demon. <laughs> Just remember, you're not his real dad. Oh, God. Really? <laughs> So but much he loves me anyway. Oh, so fun. <laughs> Big thanks to Ray Jelinek and Chris McMillan for joining me for the Monster Kid Radio Crash and appearing on mic to talk a little bit about the movie beforehand and afterwards. If you can't tell, man, this was so much fun. I, I hate to keep rubbing it in for any listeners who aren't in the Portland, Oregon area, but if you are anywhere near Portland next month for the next one, man, stay tuned to Monster Kid Radio to find out more about the next one. When we find out more, you'll find out more. If you're anywhere near the area, you gotta come out. You gotta join us. Ray, Chris, and I are still coasting on the excitement that we got from just watching the movie and having so much fun with the crowd. It was a real treat to see this movie so big thanks to fusion art which i'm probably mispronouncing a little bit because i can't roll my r's but big thanks to fusion art for bringing this movie in and launching the cinescopio series at the hollywood theater next time around you're going to hear the panel that i recorded after the movie it features john cardenas and enrique Kazero. Now, again, probably mispronounced their names. You're going to have to come back in a couple of days to hear the panel and hear how you actually pronounce their names for yourself. I'm excited to share the panel with you guys and gals. Talks a little bit about the movie, talks about the cultural importance of Luce Libre, these films, talks a little bit about wrestling, talks about the monsters. It's just a great time that I was fortunate enough to record for everybody. They had no problem with me sharing the panel with everyone. So two days, come back for that. Monster Kid Radio is a registered service mark of Monster Kid Radio, LLC. All original content of Monster Kid Radio by Monster Kid Radio, LLC is licensed under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0, unported license. Of course, that does not apply to the song El Santo, the Silver Masked Avenger. It appears on the album in the 25th century and is on this episode of Monster Kid Radio with the permission of the band, the Nick Adams. Follow the link in the show notes to find their website and listen to all their music for the next two days. Because remember, two days from now, we got the panel from the Hollywood Theater and the Monster Kid Radio Crash. Talk to you in a couple of days.